Welcome to the Sarah Centrella Show. Join best-selling author, master life coach, and manifesting expert Sarah Centrella as she shares tips, tools, and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream life. It's time to hustle and thrive. Now, here's your host, Sarah Centrella. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I am so thrilled to finally be launching my podcast. This is something I've wanted to do for quite a while. Um, but, you know, as life tends to happen, our plates get very full. And I had just, it was one of those things that I was putting off. Um, and I think, to be quite honest, I think it intimidated me a little bit. You know, it's a whole new skill set to learn, it's uh, new technology, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? I am the queen of manifesting your dreams. I am all about identifying what you want and then going after it and making it happen. So how could I have a dream and then not make it happen? That just doesn't work for me. So um, the one blessing that came out of COVID-19 and being in the house going on week four right now is that I have uh, had the time to put this together for you guys and, and I am just so excited and thrilled uh, to be sharing my knowledge and, and coaching you know experiences and tools and things like that with all of you in a brand new way, but way more exciting than any of that is now I finally have um, a platform or a way to talk to some of my really amazing mentors, friends, people that I look up to, uh, who inspire me, whose stories empower me, uh, whose tools I've used to create my dream life. And that's what this podcast is really gonna be about. As you uh, might've noticed in our, our intro, I love the idea of hustle and thrive. So for those of you who don't know me, I am Sarah Centrella, um, and my book, Hustle, Believe, Receive, my very first book came out in 2016, um, is a bestseller and it really has the formula that I use to totally turn my life around, to go from rock bottom to uh, creating my dream life and living my dreams. And uh, then my second book, which is hashtag future boards came out in 2019. Um, so we're going to be talking about the concepts that are in both of those books, because I believe so strongly in creating and manifesting your dreams. So, you know, I'm going to have some interviews, like I said, with some people who really inspire me, uh, and who believe a lot of, of what I've been teaching in both the books and coaching ever since. Um, so that's just a little bit of what you can look forward to on upcoming episodes. My goal is to have this podcast empower you. And I know that that's a word that gets thrown around a lot, um, empowerment, empowerment. But to me, what it really means is I want to give you the tools so that you can go execute on any dream, create any reality that you want on your own. That's the true definition of empowerment to me is if I can share something with you that then you can implement in your life and you actually get results from so that you feel that power. Um, and so that you are internally motivated, which is the, the dream, right? If we can be motivated from our own in, internal fire, then, um, you know, then, Outside motivation is just kind of a bonus. So that is really what I'm going to want to share in every episode 
coming up both um, you know with myself and with my guests is how do we give you some tools so that you can implement what you're learning in your own life so that you can get results and of course I'm going to be sharing lots of examples I love a good uh, inspiring story I love uh, people who have triumphed over adversity people who can share their hustle with us so that we know what that looks like so that when we face adversity or have to hustle for longer than we feel like we should, uh, we can know that, listen, everybody goes through it. Those are things no one really likes to talk about, but they're still going through it. So those are some really important things um, that I, I want to kind of unearth and share with all of you. And uh, that was one of the themes in Hustle, Believe, Receive. I interviewed 51 people, real people in that book uh, to kind of share similar stories. And so I am definitely going to be chatting with some of our stars from uh, that book. I can't wait to have those conversations so that if you've read it, you'll be able to uh, connect with many of those individuals and find out kind of what they've been doing since uh, 2015, which is when I wrote the book. Uh, so I'm super excited um, about that. We have an interview with Kenyon Barner coming up and also Derek Malone Jr. and lots of other exciting interviews that I cannot wait to share with you. And of course, guys, what podcast of mine would it be if I wasn't going to be sharing lots of tips and tools on manifesting? and examples on manifesting. Um, what I've learned in the manifestation kind of space has been so life-changing for me, so, so dramatically life-changing for me. Um, and so as I learn, I wanna to continue to pass that on to all of you so that you can implement um, those tools in your life as well. And then of course, more strategies on how you can identify what your dreams are and how you can live them. Such an important uh, piece of it. And of course, we are going to be uh, talking future boards. <laughs> what, uh, what, you know, who would I be if I wasn't talking future boards, right? And no, I don't mean vision boards. We'll get into that, I'm sure, on uh, several episodes coming up. Um, but before we do all of that, for those of you who are new, um, welcome. I'm super thrilled you're here. Please go uh, follow me on Instagram. That's probably one of the best ways to keep up with what's going on and also join the conversation. I absolutely love to hear from you um, what your thoughts are, if you've been reading the books, doing the homework, and applying the method and made your future board. I would love to know that and I would love to connect with you uh, there. And you can find me just Instagram at Sarah Centrella. So for those of you who are new, I want to tell you a little bit about my backstory. And this will be the one time <laughs> on my podcast where I share this story, because moving forward, it's going to be great um, that we won't have to focus on that piece of it. But it is a really important part of everything that I teach, because everything I teach now, I learned self-taught um starting gosh now 12 years ago so 2008 and it's it's kind of how i reference um my journey and so i, I do think it's an important piece of 
everything you'll learn in upcoming episodes as well. Um, but don't worry, you don't have to sit through it on every podcast. <laughs> um, so my journey began, and I say that in reference to where I'm at today and, and uh, you know, what I'm doing as far as the message that I'm sharing and things like that. It began with an ultimate rock bottom moment. Uh, so in 2008, I was married to my high school sweetheart. We'd been together for 16 years at that point, been married for eight. Uh, we had three little kids. We had twins that were um, a little over a year, and my son was like five and a half. And, you know, things were not great at that point. Um, we were going through what a lot of people in the United States were, which was the housing bubble. We had just lost our house in foreclosure. Um, we had just filed bankruptcy after the twins were born. So, you know, we we had had a rough year. <laughs> I'll say that. We were already really kind of going through it. Um, but how I found out about this affair was really shocking for me in that I had never thought about it. And I know this sounds crazy and I almost want to cringe myself because um, in today's world, that seems really ludicrous for a lot of reasons. One is because we have social media. Back then, there was no social media. Uh, you know, we have texting, we have all these avenues for people to connect that didn't exist in 2008. Um, and so my world was small then. You know, the people that I knew were actually the 50 people I knew personally, <laughs> you know, people I went to school with, people I worked with. It wasn't the 5,000 Facebook friends. Um, and so my world was small and I just, you know, I had been with them since I was 16 and never crossed my mind. I, I wasn't a jealous person. So um, I think when the day that I found out was just, you know, a normal day. I was cooking dinner, had been folding laundry all day, watching the Oprah show. And I have to give Oprah credit here because it was actually watching her show. And the topic of the show was... Um, something along the lines of like how to know if your mate is cheating. And I remember distinctly, I was folding laundry uh, when the show came on. And I remember being like, oh, I don't really need that. I can just mute it and go about doing whatever I'm doing. And I did that. I had it on mute. But the tips, you know, like here's tip one on how to know, were still coming across the screen. They were, you know, printed on the screen. And I remember glancing up and one of them said, if they're hiding their phone or if they're turning their phone over, that's, that's a sign. Um, and again, didn't think anything of it, kind of went in one ear, out the other, went about my day, uh, finished making dinner, yada, yada. And he comes home, he eats, he goes in the shower and like instantaneously, I have this whole body I don't even know how else to explain it other than alternating waves of ice cold chills and flash burning heat just ripple through my body almost like a fear of terror if you've ever had like a night terror or whatever just this crazy um sensation when all of a sudden i had that kind of uh realization like oh my god where's his phone and it was crazy because Again, this is something that I just wouldn't have cared about. I wouldn't have cared where his phone was, you know? So I do think that the universe works in mysterious ways 
it tries to send us signs and signals and that's absolutely what happened that day it was kind of that combination of hearing it that brought it back in that moment and and the second i had the thought where's his phone i just knew i knew everything i cannot explain it but i know there's women out there listening to this and men who know exactly what i'm talking about it's just guttural i mean you just know um and so I immediately tore through the house looking for it. The harder it became to find, the more I really realized, oh, fuck, this is what it is. Um, and finally, I opened up the bathroom. He was still in the shower. And I found it in the clothes that he was about to, that he had folded to put on when he got out of the shower. And I take the phone, I go out in the hall, and I open it up, and it says, Brand new text message. He hadn't even read it yet. It was the first thing on the screen. Said, I can't wait till you're finally free, all mine, and no more sharing. Smiley face. And I just had a complete out-of-body experience. Just how you've heard people describe it or seen it in the movies where I felt like I was floating above my body, completely numb. I quietly went and put the phone back. And I went and got my son, and I led him to the farthest room in the house, and I turned on a movie and put on his headphones and made him a sandwich and gave him a glass of milk. And I said, honey, stay here and watch this movie. And I went back, opened up the bathroom door, turned off the water, and said, get the fuck out of my house, and don't ever come back. And I think that kind of surprised me, even, was that he did exactly that. He got out, he was soaking wet, put his clothes on, dripping in the hallway, uh, went and kissed our kids goodbye, threw his wedding ring at me, and that was the end of life as I knew it. Um, people always ask me, like, you know, how does a marriage end in 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it was? And I don't know all the answers, but that's how it happened. It was just instant. You know, half hour before I was doing dishes. Um, and so there, I think a lot of ramifications came through that um, because it went even much further than my relationship having just, you know, imploded in my face, having lost my best friend and, you know, the person I thought was my soulmate and all of those things. Um, there was a lot of just survival stuff that rose above all of that immediately because like I said we were already in a really treacherous financial situation um, not even living paycheck to paycheck the power and the water both had shut off notices um, I was like returning cans for formula and diapers type situation it wasn't good and so immediately when he leaves I'm just going oh my god like I haven't worked for two years. It's the worst economy we've faced. How am I going to get a job? If I get a job, it's going to take my entire salary just to have infant daycare times too, you know? So I just remember just laying on the floor um, after my sister came over to help put the kids to bed and whatever, and I was crying, face kind of stuck to the hardwood floor. And I just was running all these scenarios through my head going like, how do I make this work? What do I do? Like, where do I get rent money? Obviously I have to move. And I was just trying to figure it out. My brain was exploding. And 
every scenario that I was running, it just kept on coming back like there's no way. There's just no way that isn't going to work. And I remember just feeling so terrified and so hopeless, which is a really hopelessness is is such a scary place to be. Um, and it was really that moment that I had. Uh, I don't even know what the right word is for it, honestly. Like if you believe in God, that would have been like him speaking to you. If you believe in the universe, it was like the universe is speaking to me. It could have been my intuition. I don't know what the voice was, but it was clear and loud to me. And every time I said, I can't, there's no way, this countering voice inside me just said, what if you can? That's it. What if you can? Like, what if you can figure it out? What if you can get up off this floor? What if tomorrow comes and you're okay? You know, what if you can get a job? What if you can pick up the pieces of your life and make something of it? And, you know, it didn't give me a lot of input other than that, unfortunately, it was, uh, the rest was up to me, but just those, those two words have been really a powerful driving force in my life ever since. Um, because if you use them, in that way, if you use them to say, what if I will succeed instead of what if I don't? What if everyone loves me instead of what if they hate me? What if I can do it instead of what if I fall on my face, right? If you can use those words to help you open up the answers, you've opened Pandora's box. Anything becomes possible. And so I clung to that like a hope raft in the middle of an ocean and began to just, you know, as I started kind of putting my life back together in the most basic sense, selling everything that we owned, getting into a little apartment, trying to find a job, all of that like tangible, tactical stuff. The thing that got me up every day and got me through it every day was just going, okay, well, what if I can, so now what do I do, right? It opens up those questions for you in a way that is empowering instead of stripping you. And <clears throat> it began to build hope in me and that hope eventually started to turn into a dream of a new life and a dream of a new future. And I think the blessing that rock bottom gives you, hopefully you don't ever have to face it in order to get this blessing, but it really, you know, strips you of pride. It strips you of um, fear of expectation of all the things that would typically hold us back. And I think for me, it was a very big blessing. It was like, all of a sudden, I was in survival mode. It was about me and my kids. How do I survive? And then how do I build a good life? I didn't, I knew immediately, I didn't want to just survive. I knew that. I knew that the most important thing for me by far was to create a beautiful childhood for my kids. That was what my intention was when I had them. That was what my intention was as a mother. And I was going to be damned if I would let this situation rob my children of their childhood. And so my goal was how do I figure this out and begin building our new life as fast as I can so that my kids can have a happy life and they can have a happy childhood. 
um, and have good memories. And now that I have a blank slate to deal with because I had a whole future that I had never previously thought of, not, not once, it had never crossed my mind. So in a way, again, it was a blessing, it was a blank slate. And I just said, hey, all right, I'm gonna invent this woman. I'm literally going to create her from my fantasy imagination. And, you know, she's going to be successful. And then that opened a question, what does success look like, Sarah? What's success look like to you? So when she's successful, what is she doing? How does she look? How do people treat her? How does she walk into a room? How is she as a mother? Um, and I started to define all of that. And then I started to go beyond that and say, where does she vacation? What's her dream house look like? And I just built a fantasy world. And, and I have to be honest, initially, you know, I had never read a self-help book. Oprah's uh, Daily Show, which is what I had watched before that, um, was my only exposure to self-help at all. And so, you know, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But I knew one thing very clearly. I knew that it made me happy to think of those daydreams, to think of a better life, to think of the fact that there could be happier times than what I was going through. That made me feel great. When I did that, it was an escape. Uh, it was almost like a survival technique. And I stayed in that little bubble as long as I could throughout the day. And it really helped me from drowning in kind of the darkness that I was going through that first year, year and a half. And I have to tell you, it turns out that, you know, now as a coach, I know that that's such a magical step that if I can get my clients to do that and all of you who are gonna listen to this when this launches, we're going through a global crisis right now. We're going through COVID-19 where um, my family's in our fourth week of being in the house and so, I'm sure that all of you can relate on some level to suddenly waking up in a world that was very different and suddenly having to deal with things you never thought ever in your lifetime that you would be dealing with that we're going through right now um, and how quickly life can change, how quickly your job can change, your income, just all of these things. It can change overnight. Um, and so I, I beg of you, I really do, can you take 10 minutes of that stress time in your day and start creating your own fantasy life? Can you switch the time that you spend stressing about things you can't change, focusing on things you can't change, creating anxiety? Instead of all that, that does not make us feel good, right? It makes us feel more insecure more scared, more doubtful, more fearful. What if you just spent even 10, 15, 30 minutes a day creating your imaginary perfect life? And just, just let that be enough for right now. That's a great place to start. Because if you can't even think about it, you're never gonna live it. You have to at least give yourself the permission to think about it first, to be in, begin to create it in your mind. That's always gonna be step one. And so if you have that time now on your hands and it looks like we're gonna have at least another month of this, let this be your time that you start creating what your new future is gonna be like. Starting today, starting right now, 
The more time you spend doing that, the faster you're going to manifest it. The faster this uh, new life and these amazing experiences are going to start showing up and you're going to be manifesting. I'm telling you, I've had clients manifest in a couple weeks. My first board, you know, back, back in the day when I had created this whole fantasy life and then I went and, and started looking for pictures that matched it. I just went on Google images back then. Um, and I, I literally searched for all the pictures of the stuff that I had been thinking about. And that turns out to be one of the magical tips of, of what I teach, that that is the essence of a future board, is that it is all based on what we've already identified that we want. So it's an intention. Um, it's not a vision board, it's not random, it's not a magazine telling me what I want. It is me creating the blueprint for my next five years and then getting to look at it every day totally different thing. So that's what I did. And I took that board to work and it sat behind my desk and I looked at it every single day and I built those fantasies out all day long, every day. And I'm telling you, it was 18 months after he left that that board just started coming to life and it has never stopped. I've, I've manifested everything on that board, uh, since 2008, except for Oprah. <laughs> I think Oprah and Greece uh, and a big fat diamond ring. But other than that, the other 60 pictures that are on there, I've lived all those moments. I've manifested all of that. So that is what I'm so excited to share with you guys on this podcast to give you tips and tools that you can implement right now. I'm telling you, go do this. Go start transferring 10 minutes tomorrow of stress and anxiety time into, ah, if I'm living my dream life, what does that feel like? What does that look like? I'm kind of excited. I want to think about it, right? And the more you think about anything, this is just a basic rule that's true every time. It's true in the positive and it's true in the negative. The more you think about it, the more it's going to grow. The more excited you're going to be. The more hopeful you're going to be the more open to opportunities you will be, and the faster it will come true. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. I am so thrilled to have you along for this ride. If you find value in anything uh, that I share in this podcast, can I just encourage you, please subscribe, please leave um, a review, please spread the love, share, share this message, share this podcast with everybody that you know. And I can't wait for us to rock and roll and hustle and thrive together. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you got value from today's show, please spread the love by clicking subscribe, leaving a stellar review and telling everyone you know. And join us next time on the Sarah Centrella Show.